Eugene Schwartz was an absolute legend, an absolute legend of copywriting. I mean, so many people know him for his book, Breakthrough Advertising, which is an excellent book, but not the source of the lesson that I have for you today. The lesson that I have for you today, why Eugene Schwartz was a better copywriter than you, comes from a speech that he delivered around the time he was retiring at his client, Rodale. And Rodale, you know, you may not know that name, but if you do, you probably know them as the publisher of uh, Men's Health, Women's Health, Prevention Magazine, Runner's World, Bicycling, like all of these very famous uh, magazines, also a ton of books that they put out that served similar consumer audiences. And Eugene Schwartz was, um, you know, at, at his peak, he was one of the best of the best copywriters for Rodale, on top of being one of the best of the best copywriters for Boardroom and for his own companies and for like just the who's who of anybody that was succeeding in direct response in print media or in direct mail. And uh, he gave the speech at Rodale, and I'm going to share a little lesson from it, again, about why Eugene Schwartz was a better copywriter than you. And I'm not saying just you, me too. So uh, with that, let's dive in. So this is a direct quote from his speech at Rodale. Let me start with the most important principle of success in publishing or in any task that you want to achieve goals. And of course, it is very simply hard work. Let's say if I've got 27 out of 30 hits, then I have a 90% ratio, which is pretty good. That's like an understatement by far. A, a, a great copywriter often is a 50% hit ratio against other great copywriters. Uh, he says, I got that not because I'm extremely talented or extremely creative or anything like that. I like to think of myself as working harder than anybody I'm tested against. There are much better copywriters writing for your firm than I am. There is nobody writing for your firm that I know of that works harder than I do. And you have what I call the Super Bowl of mail order publishing here. What happens is you will get a book and you hire two copywriters. You don't tell them who is the other person and you say, write copy here, write copy there, and we'll test it. It's the Super Bowl. It is the best in the world. When you write for Rodale, you know you're coming up against the best, the most talented, brightest, oldest, youngest people in the world, and you're going to have to beat them. How do you beat them? The only way I know to beat people as inventive and creative as these folks is to outwork them. And so I long ago invented a system of working hard that is extremely powerful. And in that speech, he actually went on to describe his system for winning at copywriting. So the Eugene Schwartz system for winning at copywriting. Now, what I'll note here is the vast majority of projects that, uh, that Eugene Schwartz did were book promotions. Uh, when he ran his business Instant Influence, he was promoting books. When he was working for clients like Rodale and Boardroom, he would be promoting books. And so much of his system is built to write copy about books. So what he would say is he'd get a manuscript that was like a thousand pages 
and he would spend one pass going through reading the manuscript in meticulous detail, underlining, highlighting, like going through, calling out all the things that were the most interesting to him, and he would make notes of what these things were in maybe a little bit of shorthand that he would have as a reference point. And so he'd be reading this, taking lots of notes on hooks, ideas, bullets, what Mel Martin called fascinations. Right? Those are those are bullets that are more than just like a bullet point with some words after it. They are copy that is designed to fascinate the reader and make them really want to know what is on the inside of this book that compels this promise, right? And so he would go through all of that, take all of those notes, put them all into his computer eventually. Uh, initially, it was a typewriter, right? It would type them all up and he would arrange, organize, and start to edit all of these different things. And he said he'd end up with maybe 50 pages or more of copy. And then he would start to systematically go through and eliminate until he found the things that were really the best, most compelling, most interesting, most curiosity-provoking, most fascinating different items of copy that came out of this book. And so this is a lot of effort going through just to come up with all of these these bullets, all of these promises, all of these uh, little little tasty morsels of potential value that the reader is going to find when they respond and when they open up this book. And then when he was this far, he would read the manuscript yet again to make sure that number one, he hadn't missed anything. Number two, that he was um, that he was accurately and most compellingly presenting the promise of what someone would find in the book. And so he'd go through the manuscript again, having written most of the copy and use that as a way to stimulate his, um, his creativity and to give him something to respond to as he continued to edit the copy into maybe what you might think of as the ideal format. And he would edit the copy into final form and decide things like, okay, here's the most compelling promise we can put on the envelope. Here's um, the, the, that item that we're going to pull out and we're going to make the headline. All of that, right? And so this was his system for winning at copywriting, going through all of this meticulous research into what's in the book, knowing it, he said, at many points, often better than the editor or the author of the book knew it themselves, right? A lot of these books were put together as uh, edited compilations of just really interesting articles. And so he said he would know the book better than the editor knew it themselves. And, um, and that was only the result of hard work. Now, another quote from that same speech, he, he says that he didn't actually write copy. And he says that a good copywriter does not write copy. They're not being creative. They're not coming up with this stuff off the top of their head. He says, I will take the best copywriter in the world who is sloppy and careless and match him against a good copy cub. And two out of three times, the sloppiness of the great person will be beaten by the carefulness of the other person because the power of the ad for a book or product, any publication or any instrument is always in the product itself. It's not in the copywriter. The copywriter simply finds and expresses it. And Schwartz's system here for identifying the, um, you know, that thing that would be the most compelling, the most interesting, the most, um, the most response provoking 
was this process of hard work, hard work to actually find whatever those things were that jumped off the page at him as, wow, this is this is a really interesting tidbit. This is a really interesting morsel of, of value. And if I put this thing in the copy, and maybe I finesse it with my copywriter's brain, um, I, I finesse it and I make it presented in the best possible way, well, people are going to be really interested to figure that out, and thus they are going to, to buy it. And, and by the way, like, Yes, I am sure that Schwartz had some level of writing talent before he became a copywriter. I'm sure there was a there was a capacity and a drive and a desire that pulled him towards copywriting versus anything else that he could have done. But it was this process of of um, of going through and researching and finding the most impressive elements in the product itself that allowed him to take what was probably pretty good natural talent and make it into uh, almost unparalleled success in copywriting. And so my question to you is, what's your system of working hard, using Schwartz's language, to find great copy? And for most of us, we're not writing book promos anymore. Honestly, like book promos, there's not a lot of them out there. Yeah, maybe sure there are some, especially if you run something like a free book funnel. Um, but again, it's not as obvious as, as read the book twice and, and write a bunch of bullets and you're good, right? But having a system of working hard to find great copy is still required. And it goes beyond this, this process of just sitting down to crank out copy, right? So, you know, some, some rookie copywriter might say, well, I have a swipe file. Just tell me what the product is and I will, I'll come up with a new version of this popular headline format and I'll write based on my swipe file and I'll crank out copy. That's what you know. some rookie copywriter who wants rookie results is gonna do. Some true pro, some A-lister, somebody like Eugene Schwartz, which by the way, maybe the A-list was like created for Eugene Schwartz just to recognize just how good of a copywriter he was, right? <laughs> um, he, he would not do anything like that. He would, he would say, okay, um, what can I find in this product, in this offer, in the market, in, um, in, in what people desire, in their human desires, right? What can I find that allows me to achieve maximum success in motivating people to, you know, take whatever reply device that I have and fill in their information on this reply device, go find their checkbook, dig it out of the bottom of the drawer, write a check, um, slide those both into an envelope, close up the envelope, go find a stamp that they paid for, stick that stamp on the outside of the envelope, walk out to the mailbox and put it in the mailbox just because they read a few words of mine, right? Because they want what's promised there. And that process, that process is what led to writing great copy. So what's your system of working hard? Now, um, acknowledging that it's not as obvious as reading the book twice. Actually, tomorrow, I'm going to be delivering for my BTMS Insiders members the 10x copywriting success process. And this is a process that I developed, inspired by Schwartz and others like him, who I knew worked harder than your average copywriter to find those things that would make their copy compelling. And I'm going to be sharing 
my version of this, which I think is uh, maybe a little bit more uh, universal and adaptable to your situations, to your copywriting situations. And I'm going to be teaching that to BTMS Insiders members. So that is included. And if you sign up afterwards, uh, the recording of the live class is also going to be uh, available. So my call to action to you at the end of this episode, number one, ask yourself how you can use this. Number two, don't forget to like and subscribe so you get more content like this delivered to you. Number three, check out the 10X Copywriting Success Process. That is the first link in the description. Um, you can either attend it live or catch the recordings afterwards. I will also include a link to writing powerful bullets and fascinations. I talked about bullets, I talked about fascinations. This is my, um, all the lessons that I've learned over nearly two decades in copywriting from the best of the best at how to write that type of copy. Uh, because even if you're not writing promotions full of bullets and fascinations today, the principles still apply and they make you a better copywriter, especially writing headlines, writing short copy, writing ads that need to drive people through, writing anything that's going to provoke your prospect's curiosity and get them to respond. That's in that training. Both of those are included with BTMS Insiders membership. It's a streaming library of copywriting and marketing courses. You pay one low fee, you get streaming access to everything, and there's way more there. All those links are in the description. I'm Roy Furr. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, and I'll see you again in the next episode. See you soon. Bye. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.